thank you guys for joining <laughs> this meeting. I know it's late, guys, but we got to talk about the project. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to Tonal Distancing. Uh, we'd like to begin with a toast. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Start that, not start it again. Start it up again. We fucked Kanan over. No, because he thinks he's a toast. The Lord's a rock and roll. Blah, blah, blah. They nourish our That's it. That's all he has. All right, Zach, you do the toast. You do the toast. You One job and you fucked No, I want you to. All right, fuck you guys. All right, five, four, three, two, one. A toast to the Lord's music, both dead and alive. Please guide us on our musical journey and be kind to us as we drink. Zach, who would you like to toast this week? Wow, okay, I'm thank you. I would like to toast to Randy Rhodes. Very nice. Probably who would you like to toast? I will toast to Tim Henson from Polyphia. <laughs> thank you, Pim. Pim, uh, Pim. Teo, thank you for joining us and being our special guest. Who would you like to toast? Oh no, we lost you. Can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'd like to make a toast to Mario Camarena from Chan. Nice. And Chan really tra- challenged me in other ways, but I'm going to go with a- another challenging guitarist for most, Mr. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Thank you guys for being here. Cheers. So, oh. what are you guys drinking this week? You have you have coffee, Teo, right? I have coffee, yeah. I brew it myself every morning. Hey. Nice. nice. I use that French pour today. <laughs> I have uh, Johnny Walker. I also distill this myself every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually an employee at Johnny Walker. Do you home with a bottle every paycheck? <laughs> I know, that'd be, hey, man, I'd probably get work. No work done, but that'd be nice. <clears throat> I'm drinking some Wicked Grove. It's uh, it's the cheap Aldi version of Angry Orchard, but it tastes better. So there's that. <clears throat> Dude, that's a good whiskey. That Japanese Very good. One. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I've always been skeptical uh, of Japanese whiskeys just simply because like I've always heard that it's like similar to scotch so why am I getting scotch and then uh, why am I not getting scotch but then they sold it to me by basically saying that hey it's uh you know just as good as scotch if not better because it's in cherry wood and it's like I don't know what that means but you sold me so that's how I ended up with this I have yeah. a I have a question off the bat that's probably going to take some heat but can you taste the difference between cheap whiskey and expensive whiskey? Because I can't. <laughs> well, what's the most expensive you've had? I don't know. I had my friend. One came man's over cheap once. is another man's my, expensive whiskey. My friend who never drinks. One day he texted me. He was like, "Hey, like he never drinks," and he was like, "Hey, so my coworker told me that I don't like whiskey because I haven't had the good shit." So I just bought this $80 bottle of whiskey from him. And he says that if I don't like it, he'll keep it and give me the money back. But so he's like, so I'm coming over and we're going to drink this whiskey. So I was like, okay. So he came over and we crack open this $80 bottle of whiskey. And it just tasted like whiskey. So I think (laughs) my, my experience with it is like how smooth it is. So like with more expensive ones, like especially if you go to 
Like, have you ever had like a whiskey flight at a bar? <clears throat> no. It might be like different styles too, because like if you have a whiskey flight, some of them they go down super smooth, and those are nicer. But I, uh, like, I don't know if that correlates to <clears throat> uh, the price and stuff. But I would imagine that's you know better whiskeys are like you have less of that like. Oh God! Like, what did I just do? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. feeling. Um, but yeah, that's See, at least I, for the whiskeys I like are easier to drink on its own. I'm also not enough of a connoisseur because, like, I have three ranges, and so there's the awful range, which is like there's always, three and this is like this is just like it's always <laughs> three, three right? I of whiskey. everything in threes. <laughs> Why? I'm learning things about man. myself from this podcast. Were you so, around when Stonehenge was created? Is do you know about the pyramids? I'm just trying to see what other secrets you have. Guys, I gotta go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, um, too much. So since there's, I guess there's three planes of alcohol. <laughs> well, this is all alcohol, not just whiskey. But there's like the, <laughs> the god awful. My face is on fire. It feels like I'm drinking rubbing alcohol, which is like Burnett's and. Crystal Palace vodka is the worst party. thing. Smirnoff. Yeah, yeah. Just all, just, you know. And then there's everything else I've had. And then Grey Goose. And Grey <laughs> Goose is great. <laughs> I like I like those three. God awful, everything else, and Grey Goose. <laughs> those are the only, <laughs> those three, the only three alcohols. Yeah, those are vodka. the three distinguishable, dis- distinguishable points. <laughs> and this Were is you why heavily you- influenced by Jamie's box? <laughs> Apparently. And this is why you give guitar advice, not alcohol advice. <laughs> that is so true. I That's why drink. I'm sipping on my cider. <laughs> I don't drink much anymore, but uh, when I used to, I would get whiskey all the time. And I do notice a big difference from cheaper whiskeys. You can definitely feel it the next day. Like, yeah. The difference, yeah. Really excited to have my good friend Teo, or you can find him on Instagram, Teo Doro de la, uh, Teo Doro of the Cross, Teo the Cross, Teo of the Cross, Teo of the Cross, uh, Teodoro de la Cruz. Yeah, Teo the Cross. Yeah. Um, I met Teo a couple years back. Uh, after a show, our significant others uh came friends at a different show, and then Teo and I mm-hmm. synced up, and we realized we had like the same music interest, and just have kept up kept in touch here in Dallas and <clears throat> been jamming over the last year and a half or so. Um, so yeah, we're really happy to have you, Teo. Um, really excited to learn more about your guitar playing and uh, all you, the projects you. you've got going on. And Yeah, you remember that night I told you, hey, do you like Polyphia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was that's, and the rest <laughs> is history. And, uh, yeah. The we, yeah, we the met and then we started out talking about Polyphia, and then that was when I was kind of discovering that kind of music, and then we just kind of been on the same t- proggy, clean metal guitar kick, <laughs> right. whatever that genre is. Um, yeah, trap music, fancy uh, liberal music, Gen <laughs> Z, Gen Z rock. Uh, <laughs> That that TikTok stuff. You know, you know, <laughs> Tickety talk. Five songs. Uh, <laughs> but TikTok, don't kick us off. Don't use this for TikTok, Kano. Uh, it's gonna come back to bite us in the ass. I'm using TikTok all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but Teo, do you want to have the, do you want to walk us through something for your intro and show us a little bit? All right, sure. Yeah, I have a song that I just finished recording with Jojo Centineo. Um, it's called Waste My Time. And, um, it's just the intro riff to it. It's like, um, I don't know what the style is called, but it's has to do with polyphia, but it's like poly, poly, polyphony. I don't know. It's whenever you make two, uh, I don't know, make a sound, like two different sounds at once, basically. That's what it's called. So yeah, this is the intro to some inspiration from one of my friend's songs uh he called it infinite he does like edm type stuff and i was like hey let me work with you and he showed me this and i created that intro for it but i was like hmm, i'm gonna take it and do my own shit with it fuck it you know i don't know if there's cussing on here Is there you can good? say whatever the fuck you want shit <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> the TikTok from China. <laughs> so wait, wait. How how does it how does it start off? Um so it starts off on the third fret, uh fifth string. And it's like a harmonic chord type shit. I don't know how to call it. It's a uh, first finger on the third fret, fifth string and then in, uh index not index a uh, ring finger on fifth fret third string and you just you just slide from there and then you hammer you hammer on from the third string onto the hammer on the rest of a chord which is uh i don't know what the name of the chord is this is it right here uh, can y'all see that oh the seventh major seventh yeah oh major seventh like you fill it in in between like it's a uh, you're doing six eight seven eight So you 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 do slide from five and and three five, going yeah. to the G and, and the A string, the third and the fifth string. Five three two 
six eight or eight yes six, six eight. eight and then you then you end up bringing your ring finger back one for the uh eight or seven uh, no well i just slap on these three fingers right here. oh so just a major yeah i don't know that sorry sorry that much music no no you're good. i just make it myself i'm sorry <laughs> No, no, it's it's good. It's good. Prabhu is our resident person that, that doesn't know things for us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just like the guy that's like, does it? <laughs> is that in like 350 BPM? Or <laughs> we're playing this too slow. Prabhu's <laughs> playing sped up. <laughs> What's the uh, hammer on? That's the one I'm having. So when you slide on down to uh, six and eight with your ring finger, you hammer on, and then you also hammer on with your finger. Oh. And that, those oh, three. so it's like a hammer. So you would just hammer on these two. Strike the chord, and you're plucking it with with uh, your four fingers, right? Yeah, I'm just using fingers my fingers. Yeah. What's the next chord after you go up to the eighth? You're coming back to where? Jazzy. Five on the pointer finger, open on the fourth string, and then five on the third string. Those three. The, uh, from that one, you hit the second, you slide back to the three. Also play classical guitar then? Mm, not really, but I used to be in band and we would play like that type of music, classical music. So I really uh, enjoy that. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah, because I was going to say um, one of the things that stood out to me about your guitar playing was you don't use a pick. And and one of the reasons I, I, I one of the things I thought <clears throat> immediately uh, is such a kind of cool conversation with the, the four of us is that the, the Kanem, Zach, and I are very, for the most part, guitar like pick players, and I know Zach does a little bit more work with like hybrid picking stuff, mm -hmm. and like, um, but you you don't even do hybrid picking, you're just all all finger, and yeah. that's something, is there is there any influence that you've had that kind of, you know, 
you and you said well, you played classical music were there any guitar it, players or influences that kind of made you that drew you towards doing that well billy corgan of the smashing pumpkins i know he doesn't play with his fingers but he does make some rhythms or riffs which is pick friendly which like that song through the eyes of ruby the where he's just that shit right there that's like that's badass to me like the being too able to go well y'all do that with a pick i'm sure y'all can do it but no it's so different though it's such a different muscle memory that like playing that way like especially when i see like folk musicians and stuff who just like playing that like like that i mean like sorry go on please sorry my bad no 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 uh it's just yeah it's a very uh different you know kind of approach the guitar and even the things that you're doing with the left hand i feel like change a lot with um I notice when I'm doing acoustic stuff, I'm doing a lot more hammer-ons with fingers because I'm playing, you know, like 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 a lot of jumping around and singular note stuff. And it's a kind of a different mindset that sometimes I'm used to with acoustic stuff, but then in electric, it can be a different like approach that like, um, <clears throat> you know, it's, I don't think being good at playing with a pick really translates to it because it's such a different thing i mean i i I agree like one thing when he's talking about through the eyes of ruby i mean i learned that with like the pick just because that's how i always play but like it's instantly like because you have like you're, you're, you select specific fingers to do specific work with, it becomes like a lot different. And to me, in some ways, like a lot easier just to. It's like, I don't know, to me, I always liken it to um, Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You uh, by uh, Led Zeppelin, right? The... it's like it's easier to play with just using your fingers as opposed to trying to go at each of those notes with a pick so it, it, finger playing has like a lot of advantages especially when you're arpeggiating chords and stuff i think it even has a like textural difference like it sounds different you know what i mean like i feel like when you're finger picking um there's almost even a little bit more of a range of dynamics because I feel like if you're, you can pick soft, right, and it kind of has like more of a like a round, like mellow kind of sound. But like if you think of like country players, like and they they do the chicken picking thing where like they snap it and it's like tight and um, like there's just a different attack to it entirely. I never would have thought of Billy Corgan. Now that you mention it, like. That makes a lot of sense because, like, my favorite <clears throat> or one of my favorite uh, Smash Pumpkin songs is Tonight Tonight. That riff, yeah. That... 
I don't know if he plays it finger picking. He plays it with a pick. Really? Because like that one yeah. comes so naturally to me with fingers. I know, yeah. Versus like the. It's a lot more work that I feel like I have to be yeah. conscious of. And, and <clears throat> I think to Kanem's point, sometimes I think what I found is like learning a song and then translate that was maybe finger picked originally or <clears throat> or vice versa um becomes harder to learn it the other way not necessarily because one way is harder or not it's just that it was written with that intention so then it mm-hmm. like that just the physicality of what you know is going on becomes a lot harder because you're getting closer to doing you know something that's like not impossible but like yeah. you're really stretching the limits of like what you're doing. <clears throat> you know, one of the very first songs that made me want to use my fingers was uh, System of a Down Roulette. And I just mm-hmm. used these two fingers, you know, I was just it's just on two strings, you know. You know that one? So that was my first dabbling into that. I was going to say, uh, I'm yeah. not the first one to well, bring he up can't System name, of a... I can't, can't name all, the album top and bottom. All so, He's a fucking he, he messed trash. up song eight and song nine. What the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> Everyone knows that Stealing Society is their biggest song. <laughs> Everyone saw System of a Down at the inauguration. Not, I, I probably lost big. some followers on Instagram that day. The like two hundred <laughs> followers I have, I lost. <laughs> or posting what? Two bots. I know. Uh, <laughs> even bots. the bots were like, "Dude, this guy's a fucking idiot." What the hell's wrong? With this? <laughs> no, but we 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 Prabhu was talking about Darren Malucky on an episode a while back, and yeah. he was it was attack and tentative were two songs probably wanted to talk about in the episode. And then probably such a such a phony fan of System of a Down. Oh shit! Ch- well, what, the best part is like he's like I have a before he did this uh. he says I have a weirdly photographic memory. <laughs> it was I it was pretty photographic. And then he not tries the to list. There. And then we challenged him to list the whole album, and he like totally does didn't do it. What do you he, like, missed, I like, got one, like, he I missed got... like one or two songs, but that's enough for for a fan totally on the internet. It. Totally, totally failed. Totally Got like ninety percent correct. Total failure. Yeah, ninety percent minus a hundred or nothing. I got the Asian parent fail. The Indian. Parent oh damn! Got that hundred. Yeah. The, you got ninety-five. What happened to five percent? Like that's five percent. You could have done better. What the hell? There are no cur- curves in tunnel distancing. Only blood type A positive. <laughs> that is my blood type. I know. I it was it was non-negotiable. <laughs> it's information that's out there now. Yeah, I know. Are you supposed to get that out there? I don't know. Find <laughs> Not out. a social security number. I think you're fine. The Chinese government has it now. It's okay. I was gonna say TikTok. <laughs> the tickety talk has it now. Damn tic tac toes. Tic tac. The uh yeah, no, that's that's really interesting with the the finger picking because it's not necessarily bands i would have pinned as like um you know like what what zach was saying about like you know how you said like you first started with like um 
classical guitar and and you know working that way and then working to electric guitar well, i was playing trumpet in band that's why i like classical i wasn't uh, playing so it wasn't even on guitar no nah. so, yeah yeah trumpet, on you only trumpet. got three fingers too it's just a bunch of combinations it's, i know right <laughs> you also you hold it in a classical position which is kind of interesting yeah Are you um, conscious of that or is that just comfortable well my homie he has like a doctorate in guitar or whatever music and that has a doctorate in guitar is, that's who is sick this, is, damn we is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't even have a high school <laughs> na- my name is dr shred <laughs> <laughs> A doctorate in modern <laughs> studies, actually. <laughs> With a minor in country. Yeah, some sort of degree. So wait, in your there. friend, your friend is this. His name is Michael Pokanakis. Guitar doctor, and, and he prescribed you this guitar, guitar position. <laughs> yes. He, guitar he, doctor. I went over to his house in Denton, and he was. I asked him for a lesson, one quick lesson. And he told me, just do this. Like, he just recommends doing this. But at the time, I was playing with a pick. And then I was uh, like, man, how do I play polyphia so bad? So I was like, why don't I just switch from pick to finger? It would be so much easier. But yeah, anyways, he told me this. Uh, will help you big time. I don't know if y'all want to use it, but it's basically use three fingers. You just go up and down. took that and started finger picking i was like what are you doing with your right hand are you doing like the um like spanish style when you're single picking using like your two fingers like as if you're playing bass or yeah basically i think it's like playing bass so i'm using my thumb on the top string so each string gets its own finger so and i move down accordingly if i need to string yeah i mean you just said that literally but <laughs> but so that's crazy that's it's yeah. it's uh it's the the pattern is really messing me up because it's not just like some and it's not a scale right yeah well it's like or, or what is it it's it's just the first three frets all the way down and uh the fr- so from a but what's the rhythm you're doing here I'm just like oh. basically that it's so confusing really why because it doesn't is it because it doesn't sound like a scale or what 
No, it sounds it's, fine. I think it's just getting. No, it's just it's it. just yeah, it's just the uh, the rhythm of it is like really. It's it's more of the because uh, you're just doing five seven eight five seven eight right, but yeah, but it's it's. That almost sounded like a Serge's solo song. Yeah, that one. Exactly, yeah. But work these three, you do uh, six, seven, One thing I want to talk about. I have a about, pick, where, have a they, pick hidden in my, between my so thumb. Where's the pick, Jimmy? <laughs> it's funny. We're doing like a Not super southern. A- we're doing a super southern accent, but like southern guitar players do the like craziest, like like the yeah, craziest yeah. I mean, hybrid pick and stuff. <laughs> no Whoa, that was dark sideways. <laughs> they play with their guitars like this. Hey, Clarence, check this out. Oh, this uh, <laughs> lap steel guitar. Yeah. I mean, what I were you gonna say? Like, play slide more. That shit is just crazy. Just like how how yeah. they play that. But one thing I wanted to say when you were talking about when we kind of got to the the point about your guitar position. Yeah. This kind of ties into Rosewood by Chon, right? Like yes. trying to play that song like normal position. Um, uh-huh. I think it's the second chord that comes up. This chord, that is like doing because you're uh, just for for a description. B, you're on eleven. G, you're on eleven. Uh, D, you're on thirteen, and then on A, you're on sixteen. I, that's at least what I found online. Mm-hmm. And trying to do that chord shape is like impossible. If you're hunched over your guitar. And yeah. as soon, like, whenever I was, like, trying to play it, I would just naturally go to this position because it's, like, ten times easier. Yeah. So, That's how, uh, that, that was, like, it was, was, what was interesting is you picking that song. And I want to see how you play it. And looking at your guitar, how you position your guitar, I see, like, how certain things, like, lend itself to the style of playing that you, you play. And yeah. figure picking also. Most oh, of those guys honor me by showing me how you played uh, Rosewood by Chon. I, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> those guys usually play like with their legs crossed and all that, but I use a, uh, a footstool. Bought it from Amazon. Yeah, I can't cross my legs. We're basically going to have to change the way you play guitar. Like first, you need an Ibanez. <laughs> then you got to. Stop slinging your guitar. Play it up here. Properly. See, that's why we don't have doctorates. 
If you did that, you would. <laughs> yeah, we just gotta cross our legs. We're out here like fucking high school dropouts playing guitar. Uh, I'm halfway there with the match. First, of <laughs> just because you haven't met me. Well, I am your Majesty, probably. <laughs> well, according to your my Highness, cal- according to my calculations, I'm actually halfway to being a. <laughs> Uh, as good as John. Okay, then play play Rosewood by John. I'm gonna play that shit. Oh, exactly. I'm gonna play that shit. I'm in I'm in drop E, dude. (laughs) 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 So the chords, I don't know the name of the chords, but these are some weird ass chords I've never played before playing that song. Yeah, they're really weird. Start on the seventh. Seven seven eight no seven seven six nine no eight seven seven six seven. <laughs> There's this one part that it changes. So the first part is. I think I maybe learned like the other guitar part because like I swear like once you hit this one you need to be like just hugging it like someone's about to like seal your shit full slash position and then this one just all fucked up like my hand went through a a car crash basically trying to learn this I think it seems like you learned I think because there's two guitar parts right tail so I think I think maybe I learned the other guitar part because maybe I should have learned what you learned because that that's a lot less cramped in the hand. But the the one I learned was just like all all over the place. <laughs> you probably learned the Chan solo part where they're like, <laughs> like. I mean, I found the tab like you can't find the tab much like Polyphia. I feel like Chan just went and scalped the internet for all their tabs. So I found the tab on like bro. an Instagram post. <laughs> so. Maybe not the most reliable tools. <laughs> you don't even say, have I feel guitar like it's pro. So complicated. They probably just don't. No one knows. Like no one has a tab. They well, wrote it out on paper. A lot of oh, people using that as merch too. They're selling the guitar pro. Yeah. It's it's the like you know 
make more money off of that than their music. So I do like that both these uh, tabs are like affordable too. They're not like buy our tabs. That was me doing like a Polyphia hair flip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, give it go. to Polyphia because like I think they're re- reasonable and um but I appreciate that like they actually have like something that's good quality as well. But it just it just it's like one of those things I think you grow up in the internet age and you're like, if I really want it, I shouldn't have to pay for it, right? If it's just electronic. <laughs> electronic means free. But buy our merchandise. <laughs> Support this podcast. <laughs> Wait buy- a minute. We don't have merchandise. <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> Send us money. <laughs> I want to make hats. I always like making but okay. I haven't gotten there yet. We don't have a design yet. We should make like cat shirts for cats. Wait, I'm a dog cats person. Cats or apps? So I'm, you already I said dog. cats. Like I'm meow. Like meow. <laughs> Not like woof. Not I mean, I got like dogs woof. too. I just, yeah, we get dog shirts. So that's <laughs> what fine. What does the cat say? Meow, 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 meow. Stop. <laughs> we left that behind. Yeah, that is true. We left that behind we in 2020. That, that was like 20. <laughs> That was like 2017, know, but, but but we didn't yeah. successfully. It was that 2017. We threw it in there. <laughs> Things that should have been left behind, but didn't. Yeah, we left the last decade. Yes. <laughs> then I think uh, after the Tron one, um, you had uh, Goose by Polyphia, right? Oh boy. The, the, the crown jewel of what we probably want to talk about today. Um, you have Pim Renson here that that will will critique you. Budget uh, Pim you Henson. <laughs> yeah, budget. One fourth the skill, one fourth the <laughs> one fourth the or double the assholery and one fourth the cost. <laughs> no, no, you, <laughs> double the cost too, man. Yeah, go, oh, oh, oh yeah, double the asshole, double the cost. Half the <laughs> Not one fourth. There you that's, go. That's a rip. Do you think he's really the next best thing? Yeah, man, he's good. <laughs> I want I want to know this guy's opinion. The canon. <laughs> wait, wait, are you asking if Prabhu is or oh, God? Prabhu definitely is the next. That's exactly who I'm talking about. I couldn't tell if he was putting Prabhu on blast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think uh, Teo Prabhu, you guys are more well in tune to this kind of. Uh, of music and this kind of playing. Um, I'm way less in tune, but you know, through talking to Prabhu and, and also just like seeing things, I think it was um, Tim Henson and Tassin uh, Abasi that were on Dragon Force Man. What's the guy's name? Herman I feel Lee. Bad. Herman Lee. Dragon Sorry. Force Man. Great. Now we're <laughs> never getting sponsored. <laughs> Dude, I've been wanting to get on his Twitch. He's going to sh- blacklist this. Thanks, Caleb. <laughs> We are in no way associated to Canem X. Dragon Force Man. <laughs> That's going to be a meme. <laughs> dragon Force Man. I just, I'm just imagining now, like how are they gonna play a, a dragon. How are they going to play at Zach's wedding now? Yeah, what the heck, dude? Now we have to do it. That was in the class. Great. <laughs> you get budget Herman Lee. Okay, but... <laughs> budget <laughs> Who's the Herman Leo out of us right now? Doesn't even I mean, have his like, doctorate. Prabhu, Prabhu's. I'm the budget Prabhu's everything. I'm the budget everything. In Branson. I'm just different Zach ratios. Is budget slash. <laughs> budget slash. Yes. 
all about it. Um, <laughs> Teo, who are you the budget version of? <laughs> we lost you. What? Who are you? Me, Billy Corgan. Budget Billy Corgan. <laughs> I'm I'm a budget I'm a budget Prabhu. Let's put. <laughs> that's, dude, that's sad. That's sad. That's a, so half that's, that's scale, some pro bono shit. That's not even budget. That's like <laughs> volunteer work. That's, <laughs> that's not pro bono, man. That's that, you wouldn't want a paralegal working for you. Pro bono <laughs> with those types of skills. Um, but we had this talk about Tim Henson, basically, like we were just like uh, texting about him. Uh, Cause I think Prabhu obviously like tried to get me and Zach hooked on like Polyphia. No, Zach Penifery. liked Polyphia before me. Nice Again, try, this is, this is know, like I'm the Axe Effect, yeah. just like the Axe Effect. Yeah, I was gonna say Prabhu, that. Prabhu, <laughs> I, like, I just Prabhu talk big about when I get into something. I get yeah, into so, something, I'm like, bro, this band is fucking amazing. Zach's just cool, and he's like, oh yeah, so I'm I, that band. I, you know what, Cam, it's funny you say this. <laughs> I I heard uh, Champagne by Polyphia. This is like 2015, 14. And I posted it on his wall. That's when people still did that on Facebook. Oh, really? And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, check out this band. And he was like, yeah, I don't really like him. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Exposed. Fuck. I, yeah. okay, I didn't. I was not prepped find for that. Find that post. No, we need to uh, frame that post. I, I need to find that. I, uh, yeah. I, th- I thought Good Dragon thing I edit these videos. <laughs> I mean, like, at the same time, they weren't doing, like, their more experimental, like, towards trap music kind of stuff. Like, that was still, I think it was their, I don't know, their second album? There's, like, album? shreddy kind of rock. Yeah, it was more, it was shre- It was still awesome. I actually, that's one of my favorite songs by Polythia. Yeah, probably was like, no, nah, I don't like it. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Yeah, they needed to draft stuff. They needed to get into wearing pink hoodies and swooping the hair before Prabhu got into it. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. I thought oh, they got all edgy, and suddenly Prabhu's like, "Wow, finally speaking wow. my language." Carry on, carry on. I started my holding my glasses. Where's your wine glass? Yeah, glasses like this. You there, fetch my majesty, stable boy. <laughs> you know, Tao, this, is, this is how we answer questions. We, just, what's we eventually is, get to it. What's funny tangents. is because when I, I posted about uh, on Instagram seeing Tron, and I, I hadn't, I didn't know about Polyphia really. Like, I, I heard about Polyphia and they were opening for Tron, and that's when I really got into them. And I posted a video with that, and you commented on that. And it's funny because at, at the time when they opened, all I knew Polyphia remembered of them is that I thought they were like a boring gent band. Because um, they had, I think some of their early stuff was just like very like genty, like whatever. Like they were just like standard metal stuff. And I didn't think much of it. And then I was like, okay, yeah. And I was like, that's interesting for Tron. I, I guess Tron is still in that kind of metal, gets grouped into the metal scene. But when I saw them, I was like, dude, this band's like, jazzy and trappy and like it's so cool it's so different and then yeah i remember coming to anything being like on instagram later being like whoa i was taken back but i didn't know the the uh seeds of hypocrisy ran that deep the uh <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> well hey maybe maybe th- that shows that hey the stuff that i did get into was their newer stuff so 
and I still I do like their old stuff, but there's no I'm not gonna You're ahead of your time. I gotta accept it. I'm I know who I am. I'm okay with that. So anyways, <laughs> this all started with um basically Tim Hansen. We had a we were having a Tim Hansen conversation. This was shout you avoiding the question. This was you <laughs> no, avoiting Tao's question. Of, shout us out. This was you avoiding the question Tao's question of do you think he's the next best thing? And then no, this is me answering the question. I'm not avoiding any question. I don't know um, your opinion on I, it. I think so you didn't what answer. I'm, what I'm saying is saying is all I know is I didn't man. like it before, and now I like it. And I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, no, he had he he had he had uh, they're playing through that fire and flames as they do always. And Tim Henson comes on, plays some stuff, and then this other guitarist who looks like the most fly future man ever, Tosin Abasi, is also playing, and like. Like, cool. I, I don't know. I just don't like Tim Henson. Like, no disrespect, all disrespect. I don't care. You can hate me. But, like, I just didn't like, I, I enjoy his playing, but I don't vibe with him 100%. So, like, playing great vibe. Eh. Um, now, Tosin Bossy, like, complete vibe, complete playing. So, now, when we're talking about like the, the next big thing, um, I don't know. I just after listening to like animals as leaders, like there's so much interesting, so many interesting parts that are going on with that that I really like. That's like actually maybe like progressive, but it's hard to compare because like I feel like um, Polyphia, from what I've listened to with the more recent stuff, it seems like it's fusing like trap music with sort of gen or metal guitar or, or however you want to call it. Um, which is cool. Like I, I have nothing against that, and I, I really think what they're doing there is is really fantastic. Um, but as far as like trying to find someone that's like really doing something different and unique, I think I think Polyphia is doing that. But when I started getting into more of animals as leaders, and like I said, like I didn't listen to this stuff until probably like last year starting, and that's what that was like the. Um, I guess the the cornerstone of what I saw is like, oh, this is some crazy futuristic guitar because he's playing a futuristic guitar. He's doing like futuristic <laughs> guitar shit. He fucking has his own guitar company because like he had to like he I mean, I know he's not the original guy that made fan threats, I think, but like he's doing all these things like he he's walking the walk, doing the talk. And it's 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 all like it's it's just a weird like I think he's like a weird in a way, way like there's a kind of almost purest way of going about it that I, I'm seeing thus far that I've really, really liked. But he can still do, he can still play anything else and he's still cool with playing anything else. So from what I've seen, to me, Tosan Abasi, as far as like the frontier of guitar, that, that's a guy I've seen that attracts me the most is the frontier of guitar playing. If that answers your question. I think with it through in the Fire of Flames, it's a hard one because like that, that style of the shredding, like Polyphia is really good at that stuff, but I think where they shine is when it's not even the shreddy solo stuff and the like the clean guitars and no I totally get what you're I I agree with what you're saying in the like <clears throat> I think in terms of like Tosin Abasi he's like he's like re he's like introduced a whole new concept of slap guitar slap bass on a guitar and like everyone yeah. is now slap basing their guitar and he's like I think brought eight string guitars into like now being a normal thing and like he's really revolutionized even just like the mechanics of guitars and things that even like I think Tim Henson does now with like slap bass stuff on the guitar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think where Polyphia 
shines in a lot of things. Yes, they're technical. Yes, Tim Henson's guitar stuff is very technical and good. I think what st stands out to me is how catchy for instrumental music he writes. He like I think he's a he's a hook genius. <clears throat> like he writes hooks. Like he writes these choruses. Like so, which probably leads into you playing Goose because that's one of that's one of my favorite riffs by Polyphia. That like mm -hmm. when I hear it, I like. I, I, I like sing along to it when I like don't like I don't know how to fucking play it, but I know the riff. I can like sing along to the whole song and it's a shreddy guitar song. And I think that is really hard to do. And like maybe that's not I don't maybe that's not revolutionizing guitar playing, but I think it's well, I mean, I, they're really good at guitar playing, but I think it's in terms of revolutionizing how shred music incorporates into other genres of music and stuff i feel like they've like really brought <clears throat> somehow like they're equally shreddy and nerdy and equally like super like gen z edgy like like i don't know it's like I, it, it's really different because it's like very simple but very complex at the same time mm -hmm. yeah some edgy beats you kind of you, stole the, what I was going to say. Yeah, fuck you, I was going to say, yeah, you dick. Um, I feel like um, Polyphia or Tim Henson has not done as much to revolutionize things on guitar, but like in, I want, okay, I want to say this cautiously because he's not like Mozart, you know what I mean? Like he's not revolutionizing music entirely for the whole world, but like, like it's definitely its own thing, which is super dope. And I feel like it kind of sucks with guitar kind of trending down in recent years, like in terms of interest in guitar, like I feel like he's going to end up being underrated because like Polyphia isn't part of pop culture. Like I know they're kind of trying to do that, you know what I mean? But like, you know, I don't think we're ever going to turn on pop radio and hear Polyphia unless he does a collab with Ariana Grande, which would be pretty wild. But yeah, you know, I think that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to collab, work his way up to the big artists and come out in the mainstream. He's climbing up the mumble rap scene. It would be dope. <laughs> yeah, I, would be, I saw I would him be with ready uh, on a post. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's the uh, Child Boy in me that, like, I think of what they did to, like, revolutionary, revolutionize, like, the sound of metal guitar. Because I always think Metallica really, they, I'm not saying, like, other bands didn't do it too, but as far as, like, the sound, that mid-scoop, that is, like, I, I don't want to completely attribute it to Metallica. I'll give, like, even Megadeth credit, but, like, Master of Puppets, that is the metal sound. That's the archetype of, like, almost all metal sounds so um but i feel like metallica was like was playing this weird like what would be like really heavy really weird music at the time and they were just playing anywhere that they could like fucking dover delaware we will be there <laughs> um uh they were just playing wherever they could and and they just kind of progressed their music um not saying that like i think i think that's why i admire is um kind of going outside of the the norms and the regulars to be to make to really like craft that fan base not really trying to like merge into the existing the existing world i, I think that's just why i appreciate it in players that like really 
break themselves in, in a way. Yeah, and it's hard to see the impact of something that's so recent, too, because, like, you know, I think, like, what Zach was saying, too, about, like, you know, over, like, a lot of these things that we're comparing to historically are over periods of times. At those times, the bands were just doing what they did. And, like, <clears throat> like now, when I, like, I've been listening to so much Black Sabbath recently. I listened to, and I was showing Zach, like, an album from, like, 72, uh, volume four. And it's heavy as fuck. And, like, at the time, I don't, yeah, they're probably like yeah we want to write some menacing shit but they just kind of did this thing and i'm at the time you know within the those few years you might not see the immediate impact but you see that in terms of like there's a whole genre of like doom metal and or stoner metal that's like come out from that or or like with polyphia i think it's revolutionized to like the the mean the or the 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 uh the like medium in which we like consume a lot of guitar stuff in terms of like you know, like TikTok guitar players doing shreddy stuff and like, you know, like Tim Henson doing these like little Instagram videos of like 50 second clips of doing some fucking insane thing over a trap beat. Now is like, I, I feel like we're seeing maybe not a direct attribution of people being like, oh, that's exactly Tim Henson. But we're seeing a lot of people doing like, oh, TikTok, it's a platform for like quick flashy guitar stuff or, or Instagram. I can write like, you know, really catchy stuff that's like, somehow viral Under even though it's like a steve vi lick or something like you know it's like uh i think that's where there's i think you know as like technology goes on we'll probably see a huge shift of mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. goose <laughs> so with that goose <laughs> that was that's right. Without that's further ado, for us, this that was the song you recommended. You want to play through that? Let's see if. officially taken the title of Pim. The, our, our running joke is my name is Pim Renton. Pim But you are now... Well, you, Tim Benson. First, 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 you just be Tim. Tim of the Cross. Well, yeah, Tim of the Cross. Tim of the Cross. Yeah, you Tim of the Cross. Uh, I remember the first time when I came when I came over... What is it? Like... Been, it's been a while now. Some think, months. Like August or something. Yeah. Um, when I came over and you were, I think you were just learning that one and we were trying to, I know we've been trying to learn goat together and yeah. I kind of dropped off that. I don't know if you've fallen <laughs> up with that. But like, I'm really with fond Goose, it. I remember it being like definitely easier to grasp than goat. But like, uh -huh. yeah, the way, one thing that stood out to me was how methodical your practicing is. And this is, where I think you and Zach are very similar is that like 
you had the guitar profile. You had it like looped for that first section. You had it down to like 30 BPM or whatever. What really slow. Yeah. You learned that part that, and then you did that part, and then you broke it down, and and it was so like methodical. And then like it kind of shows in like how you know for like why I feel like you know I I struggle with these kind of things that I try to rush these, but like you've you've like pieced it together so well and it's something so complex and I'm I'm like so jealous because I'm like man that's so cool and it's like I feel like it takes a lot of like coordination and a lot of like yeah what I do is just go low BPM always go the, the lowest because I never know how bad it can get so and then once I'm able to complete it just increase it by 10 20 BPM just keep doing that until you're at the max speed. I'm sure that's what a lot of guitar teachers say, a lot of music teachers say to do. But yeah, simple as that, I think. What's your favorite part about that riff? Um, I guess that, like, he does a chord and slides into it. He goes, so he goes, like he makes a chord <laughs> he makes a chord that's trippy you know you don't even have to press it it's already the chord have you, have you practiced it That's my favorite part. Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you know? Because, you know, like, he's probably, like, minusing and subtracting notes here and there to make it sound, you know, I don't know how he writes. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because what he does from some of the videos I've seen is he starts with the MIDI and he'll play the bass notes. And then what he does, will he'll add like the melody. So he'll start with like, like, like the, like the or the chord or whatever in the MIDI or something. And then he'll he'll have that like that like that. Then he'll play a melody over it. Like he'll write it as MIDI and but he'll play it all together and that's like that thing that i think why their stuff is so catchy when i was watching interviews and uh something i'm trying to incorporate in my playing is playing more than one part in it like with the uh, that's where i think on a previous episode we talked about it being very Jimi hendrix influence is that like doing that melody but also the uh hey I, I think Kanem's like, nah, it's not Jimi Hendrix influence. He's said he's super influenced by Jimi Hendrix. I mean, it's, he could say it. I think influence I is there. It. I don't think they sound identical. You said that they sound I, identical. I, with Yo, Kim, I was on you. Little Wing and Castles in the Sand, I think. Preach. And then that song. Are you fucking. This is. <laughs> That's so yeah, much different that, than that song, like, the word. Does it faster? That song, the worst. I think that sounds so much like Jimi Hendrix. 
How much did you drink when you were listening to that song? I, man, I mean, okay, I'll. This this should be a poll. <laughs> this should be a poll for the. No, the it's five this viewers is not up for discussion. For the five viewers that we have. I'll make five. Hey, you, you either believe me and this. Zach or you, you go with Tim Renson. You I, know? I, I believe the bots <laughs> that watch our that watch Man, our. I don't I don't I, I, you know this You offended Teo. He's podcast? gone. Teo, just, you, oh, you, dude, you fucking Damn. lost Sorry, our Teo. first you lost Sorry, our my bad. first viewer or first uh Oh shit. First viewer <laughs> and no, first but... uh they don't sound the same. They don't. I didn't say same. I didn't say the same. <laughs> One I time I you said that you said okay. the same. Oh, uh, well, he yeah. says. I think that Riz sounds the same. I don't think all of his guitar playing sounds the same. Yeah, Tim has said before that that's his influence. And yeah, there's a video of him when he was video. eight. Dude, this is what I do with on a weekly <laughs> basis. Influence is different than saying you sound the same. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah I said he was influenced. I, like I said he I'm was influenced, and then I said that one song sounded like a Jimi Hendrix song. I didn't say all of his playing. I, dude, this but, is I what mean, I, you are just, this is what I do hey. with on a weekly basis, man. We need you on the show permanently to just like combat these, combat. <laughs> the, I have to deal with all this slash trolling. You're like a fish out of water, dead and wrong. <laughs> deal with these slash fanboys every look week. up timmy Hendricks. that's a video of him when he was eight rock jamming with a four-piece band that's when tim henson was a yeah there's a video of him timmy Hendricks. yeah he's probably better than all of us combined at age probably, eight or yeah. whatever dude I've, at actually, six, I've seen that video. there's a video of him when, at 16 years old he's just shredding like crazy man. yeah I've, what a loser and I went to college, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, now you're in debt. I, I like just did different things. Sucker. I just did different things. And now he doesn't have debt. And now, <laughs> dude, you may I know. don't have a doctorate. Yeah, yeah, we don't even have a guitar doctorate. Dude, no, you're the be proud. You're the host of Tonal Distance. You're the cult leader of Tonal Distance. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that, man. I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm just trying to be the best me. I'm not trying to be the best. Tim Henson or Rembrandt or Slash. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be the number four Zach Hayes in Mid Michigan, not the best Zach Hayes in Mid Michigan. Exactly, exactly. 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 I can do that part. Oh, shit. I was going to say, I can do that part. That's all I got. What the god is that? What chord is that? What would you call that chord? What what um where you're writing? It's a three five seven. Three five. That's an add nine chord. An add nine. That's a trippy chord. Yeah, so that's a C add nine. So like the way no, like you can think it, about it, it's nine. It, it's top, weird, but or seven on the top. Oh, nine on the top. So it's seven, five, three, and going down. 
Bees root. God, that's fucking painful. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's the, it's diminished chord. It's a, a B minor diminished. Cause, cause the, the, the seven on on E, the five on A, that's a minor third. And then what you're playing on the three, on the D string, that's the same note as here, which uh, intervals the. Between B and was You're freezing up a little bit on your end. I, oh my bad. No, you're good. But yeah, but yeah it's, just, it's just a minor. It's a B minor diminished chord, is what I'd call it. Zach, do you concur? I actually don't really know uh, chord theory well at all. So yes. Oh, I'm. Thank you. <laughs> He agrees. Probably do you compare. Sure. I think so. Thank you. Hey, Zach, do you use Guitar Pro or anything? Or you, Kanem? Um, Kanem, you look like you were ready to answer. You, you take it, man. You take it. He's going to answer for uh, you. Well, me and Kanem, um, n- um, I used to use Guitar Pro. Um... I just mostly didn't want to pay for it, so I had a power tab editor. I still have power tab editor. I really don't use that anymore. Um, I I tend, I mean, most of the stuff that I learn isn't Polyphia, so it's not super complicated. <laughs> so I don't really have yeah. to resort to tab as much anymore. But yeah, I would for Polyphia for sure. Because <laughs> and it's yeah. definitely helpful as a practice tool when you have that playback option and you like have it written out notationally. Right. And then you listen and you can adjust the speed and everything. So really mm-hmm. I probably should use it. That's a great idea. I should go buy it. Um, yeah, you should. I use it. I've been using it since it was guitar pro two or three, I think. What are they at now? It's on seven, seven, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. Canem, do you uh, use guitar pro? Yeah. Guitar pro is, uh oh! Sorry, bro, Under you're breaking the the up. Um, <laughs> I don't use it anymore. You're lagging, dude. Yes. You don't. Am I still under? How about now? Your I, camera's I'm, really delayed. Yeah. Under the sea. What? Under the sea. Okay. I, now you're good. It, am I also under the sea, sea, or am I just delayed? Definitely delayed. The audio. The video's delayed. The audio. Nice. That's all I want. Um, I can't really do anything about that right now, but that's fine. That's what right. I can say is, uh, with Guitar Pro, I had it in like middle school and high school. I, I um, I really did like it. I actually use it from like a, a composition standpoint. So my brother and I used to go ham and like we would compose songs and guitar. I remember the, there's like hard solos for me at the time. Uh-oh. We should just play what the he, guitar were. Oh, <laughs> the two notes we heard sound really good. <laughs> yeah, we only heard or something. Yeah, it was like, thank you. I, was pl- I straight up just killed the goat. So, I mean, we, should, we should do an uh, overlay of it. If where only I was recording in the background also. 
Um, here, maybe this will help. It's just a uh... delay. Find out. But um, <laughs> those, that's the first song I wrote. Second there song we go. I that wrote. Is, that's the first song I wrote. Is that did that help with the delay at all? Say something. Nope, did not. Yes, yes. That better or no? Yes. That's better. There you go. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's because I had yeah. logic open to, to record. Anyways. I told you pearls. we didn't need to do that before. I just had it open listen. already and I was using mm. input input monitoring to hear myself back. Anyways, I don't mm. need to listen to you probably. Who who would listen to you? <laughs> you think Tim Henson and Jimi Hendrix are the same guitars? Yeah, that's exactly Ooh. what Shots I Shots fired. That's exactly what I think. <laughs> that's exactly what you said, word for word. <laughs> yep. But um no guitar pro I, I would definitely consider getting it again. I think, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm a garbage person, man. Yeah, I've said that before. I, I still use old guitar. How I learned uh, uh, Little Wing by Steve Ray Vaughan, YouTube video. The beauty of YouTube now is you can cut down the speed on YouTube and it still retains the same like uh, pitch. So I just use it as as my 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 you know device to to meter myself to start slow i mean i kind of i think I, that the rebirth of that idea of starting slow because i used to do that in guitar pro like you said i used to go i probably learned like you know solos that i've forgotten by now i know i like learned like estranged by guns and roses like all the way through because i had guitar pro and i would go really slow with it and then speed it up for, for everything you know before before i started to perform for, for a gig or something but now i just, i kind of do you do use garbage tabs from ultimate guitar but then what helps with it is like it gives me like the general idea but i can still get very specific in trying to make sure that what i'm playing sounds what's being like it's being played not necessarily what's written so i, I do pay attention to that still um i definitely hop back on guitar pro if i felt like there was like, a real need for me to do that um thus far i haven't found that need because i'm not playing polyphia um on the regular yet <laughs> No, pro, no, no guitar pro experience. Uh, nope. I, I use that. What'd you say, Teo? You're on mute. You're on mute, Teo. Oh, I am. Can you hear me now? Yeah. That was weird. Oh shit! Sorry. I said, um, do you you use Songster, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have an account. I just I use it. Though. <laughs> I, uh, I, Haley has like a guitar. Maybe it's not Guitar Pro, but one of those websites, and then I, I never, mm-hmm. I never use it. Um, Ultimate I, Guitar. I was gonna say Ultimate Guitar. But yeah, she That's had like, a yeah. Pro thing that has like the stuff that you can fix all the like you can change stuff. But I never, I don't really use it. Um, but I, uh, yeah, Guitar Pro. I downloaded it. I used it once. I downloaded a free version. I downloaded the uh, Jason Richardson solo for Nasty, by uh, Polyphia, or was it Nasty? That the, the that yes, it was a nasty solo. solo. Yeah, and then I Impossible used Guitar solo. Pro again. Uh, I was like, I, <laughs> that was the song I was trying to learn when I was over at your house, and I was like, yeah. And then I got that far, and then I was like, I'll just let this free trial expire. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and then and Jason trial, do the soloing. Yeah, like I've had it in the past. I never like wrote on guitar pro I, I never i always thought that sounded really hard like I, if i were to do that i'd rather just write like <clears throat> midi or something on on like a dog yeah. but no i didn't i probably wouldn't use how i practice guitar i just put 
toxicity on repeat and just kind of learned. Uh, or like, and then yeah, yeah, I just yeah. did that for like three years. Prison, eventually man. was like, okay, I can like repeat this and like take it and recontextualize it and then kind of work backwards from that. But that's a little <laughs> over exaggeration. But no, I didn't really, um, even tabs in general, I don't, um, I think the one thing with tabs that I found harder was like knowing timing. Um, yeah, I mean, I use, I like Songster because you can, I think some of you can change the uh, tuning and stuff too. And, and I like that, like mm -hmm. you can press play and it'll go along with it. And um, for that scale, the summit song that I brought for this episode, which Kanem has learned. So Kanem can demonstrate playing that right now, uh, which right now, what I liked in Songster is they had it in a, uh, it's on a seven string guitar. I ironically don't really know how to play it on the seven string, but it's a, uh, they had a retuning of that song for the six string and it's all tapping. Um, and for that song, mm -hmm. the rhythm is really hard. So if you were to play it without, you know, being able to press play, I feel like tabs, it would be really hard with rhythm. And that's something I find hard with tabs, but. Yeah. Heard it, it sounded like I don't know. It reminded me of a song. I don't know if that's the summit song. Yeah, it's uh, it's called the Levitated. So I know that um, yeah. we were you asked us to bring a favorite guitar song or guitar song or song or whatever. Ironically, it's not Skeleton is not one of my favorite bands. They're not. I don't really. That's the only song I can really name off the top of my head. Like I've listened to some of their stuff. I don't really like the super shreddy stuff, but I really love their clean mm -hmm. guitar playing. And I love that song is like two and a half minutes, but pretty short. And it just the whole thing is so pretty. And it starts in the minor thing and then ends up with this really uh, that I'll play the last part first. But the, the part that it ends with is. And then it goes, it does this thing that's like it does this like weird uh, like double like thing and it, it does this weird like thing like that and, and it, it uh the whole song is just really different and it's very short and it just i don't know it like it when i get to the end of song i'm like no i want to replay it so i can like listen to it on repeat like seven times and not go crazy um. <laughs> so yeah, it's all tapping and uh and and the rhythm is really Is that how they play it? Yeah, so they they play it on a 7 string. I'm playing it in the 6 string. Uh but the only difference is uh you don't you can actually play it on a 6 string. You just tune the 6 string down to a B. Um <clears throat> and it's like if you were to play it without the original without the E string, but and it's a lot of so the left hand is doing all hammer ons, and then you're doing hammer ons here, but you're doing them in different rhythms. So you go, yep. 
because it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, kind of weird tempo, and then you're doing. Uh, uh. Yeah, I looked on that link that you sent. They keep changing time signature. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear my guitar. It's kind of hard with the tapping. I'll play it, but. Uh. Yeah. This is where playing this way helps a lot because, like, the tapping and stuff, it's really yeah. hard to do it when it's low. But if I were to put. practice that part but it goes it goes like -na 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 -na. it's like like climbing up but weirdly enough like this song didn't take me that long to learn because the way they've like written it out it's like hard but it makes sense when you just do it like the way the changed my approach to guitar because I was like holy shit it's like it's all tapping it's it's like playing a piano or something but yeah that part where it goes um stuff like that it just really um it's it's funny because like their guitar players like I don't really I find that stuff so unique so to me when I think of Scaled Summit it's kind of set the bar as like that but then when I uh, listen to their other stuff, which is more traditionally shreddy, it's not that it's bad and that I wouldn't like it. I keep bringing it back to, oh, but I wish that they played more of that. About five months ago, I uh, decided to write my own music, you know, working with others. Uh, it's kind of hard, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to write my own. Well, I've already written my own song. So I was like, I'm just going to take it to the studio. My homie uh, Scams, he's shout out at Scams underscore official on Instagram. Uh, he knows a producer named Jojo Centineo. So I linked up with them. I uh, went over to the house, produced the, the track, the music, and then I had lyrics come to me a couple of months later. And so I just decided to lay them down. I asked Prabhu to help me. Um, 
make a solo. He did a badass job. He made a sexy ass solo. So, uh, oh wow, we got that together, and then it was mastered about maybe three weeks ago. So, yeah, the, the song is mostly about my the relationship between me and my girlfriend, uh, how it's been the it it's basically a love song so yeah oh and the yeah. name of the song is it's called waste my time waste by me teo of the cross <laughs> my time all right well thanks yeah. so much for joining teo uh really had no problem. a lot of fun chatting and shooting the shit with you yeah thanks for jumping on yeah we had fun no and problem after- thank you for having me on and after you play us out, we'll have the song up here for anyone to listen. And this is the premiere of Teo's song, Waste of My Time. <laughs> Thanks so much, Teo. Play us out. Thanks, Teo. Hi, my name is Teo of the Cross, and I'm going to show you how to play my new single, Waste My Time. Mm-hmm.